Um, are we get are we in? <laughs> Would we be in? Uh, uh, what's what's the episode? Right, ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Hey Happy now, New Year, you're an all star. Are you familiar with Smash Mouth? Uh, I'd smash your mouth, mate. <laughs> um, NBA. Yeah, Wait, uh, well, episode 17. Um, any significance to the number 17 for you, mate? Only that it comes after 16, to be fair. Fair. Yeah, you? fair. Nah, nothing from me, mate. Okay. As we get into more episodes, surely the numbers become less significant. Yeah, potentially. I feel like there's a lot of significance that some people hold in the earlier numbers. That'd be a fair observation, I'd say. Yeah. Riveting. Anyway, uh, here's NBA. Go on, mate. What do you got for us? You were the uh, you were the man for the All Star Weekend. I really didn't tune into to any of it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I watched all the events yesterday. I didn't watch the game today, to be quite honest. You're the same. We both worked, so we didn't have much opportunity to watch it, as Ross Lyon would say. We ain't got the opportunity. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, didn't watch much of the game today or any of it, as I've just said. But I watched all of the events yesterday. Which, which you were, also said. <laughs> which, and just a third time, because three times a charm. Uh, no, um, it was good, though. I, I enjoyed yesterday's events. They're always the ones I look forward to. Not really a big fan of the wank fest that is the All-Star game, but the events are sick. So uh, tell us tell us about these events that you saw, mate. What were they and who came out victorious? We started with the Skills Challenge, which features three slash four rounds of uh, events with three different teams. Mm-hmm. And we had the Team Pacers, which was the obviously the, the hosting team. Yeah. And we had Team All-Stars and the other one. Fucking <laughs> team first picks. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was the one. And team Pacers won it in dramatic fashion, although it was definitely rigged by the NBA. Um, <laughs> I fancy team all stars. I think you fancy team all stars. Yeah. But you reckon I picked team Pacers, so I'll take that as well. Oh, I just remember. No, I think you picked them, but you said that there will the NBA will find a way for the Pacers to win. Yeah, well, the last three years they said have now been won by the hosting teams, like entrance. So yeah, yeah, that can't be coincidence. I've got me money next year on it being whoever's hosting next year's. Um, but it was good. I I like the skills challenge. It just seems like some of the players they don't really care too much. It's obviously, a bit of a break for them the All Star weekend. So it's a mixture of who takes it seriously and who doesn't. Yeah, was it, is am I correct in saying that the last round um, is half court shots and whoever hits a half court shot in the quickest time? Yeah, so it was dribbling, passing, shooting were the three rounds, and then at the end of the shooting round, they did the half court shot to determine who wins out of the two that were 
like went to the final. So it was Team All Stars v Team Pacers, and the All Stars took forever to hit one. They took like fifty six seconds, and then Pacers had all that time to hit a half court shot. Yeah, right. Which it does. I was going to ask you, the Pacers were going one by one. Mm-hmm. The All Stars were all shooting together. Which would Ooh. be your method? Oh. Well, I know you can't make the distance, but like, if you could, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, surely if you find a way to do it all at the same time without hitting each other's balls, then that's probably the best way to go about it. But obviously, yeah. not paces one. Yeah, what? What? How quick did paces do it? Do you know? They took a while. I think they did it in about thirty-eight or forty seconds. But let's like let's be realistic now. I don't know if any of you listeners out there have tried to hit a half court shot it's not easy oh not for some no like like it's it's doable but you, well i mean uh it depends who you are but i've i've done it a couple times but it's taken me <laughs> bollocks and by couple i mean couple hundred <laughs> but it's taken me at least like over 50 to 100 goes at a time like yeah. how are these guys doing it in under a minute? I suppose that's why they're they're the professionals, man. That's it's no, it's crazy. Did you see um Luka Doncic? What he did? The rainbow shots. Oh like, my! From but like just, floaters, yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but not just one. He did like two or three in a row. Well, he did two in a row, and then he called bounce on one, so he threw it so he would make sure it bounced and then went in. I which actually is don't understand ridiculous. how that is possible. How to have that accuracy, accuracy like consistently? I think it was when Rick Carlisle was still the coach of Mavs a couple of years ago. He was interviewed, and they asked him about like Luca must have hit a mad shot in a game, and they said, "Oh, is that a fluke?" And he said, "Honestly, if you saw what he does in training." Like, if he ever wants to play a game of horse for you, never accept. He will absolutely pump you. And that just epitomizes that. Yeah, I mean, if you get an opportunity, like, have a look at it. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. it's inhumane. Maybe I can flick that on the story for our listeners. Yeah, maybe I can give it a try and have some video footage and... (laughs) And that'll be what I'd pay what, to watch that one. That'll be what did you watch next week? Hour and a half. <laughs> Fuck off! It would take longer than that. Still, we sat in the following week. Uh, all right. What? Uh, what else happened? We yeah. Had, so uh, team paces won the skills challenge, which again, good fun that one. Into the next one, which was the three point challenge, three point contest. Um, and it was really good level of of shooting. To be fair. I think all of the first round, none of them got under 20, which is not like a, a silly score, but it's not easy either. Yeah, that's, that's great. And three-point contest, if you haven't seen it, it features five racks and two longer shots that are called like the Starry, the sponsor of the event um, shots. And they're worth three because they're further back. Mm-hmm. The other ones have got five balls in each rack the end ball is worth double, so that's your money ball. Yeah. So each rack is worth six points, and then you have a money rack, which is all money balls, and they're worth two points a pop, so that one's worth ten. So you can get 40 points, which obviously you're not going to hit them all. Um, but yeah, the Dame Lillard went back-to-back on that one. 
I did not think he would do that. I thought someone else would win it, but he was pretty locked in, to be fair. He's a freak. He won it with 26, which, again, not crazy. Like, there's been higher scores than that, but still enough to win it. Who did Who did you back? You backed Donovan, didn't you? Yeah, disappointing Donovan, as he's known. Um, I, backed, but, I backed Malik. I think he was, like, in the lower half, wasn't he? Yeah, him and Donovan both got around the 20s, 21 mark. I think Malik was on 20 and Donovan 21. But, yeah, Dane back-to-back. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, he's a freak, and I love to see that. He loves that long shot, eh? That's... Yeah, I think he hit the majority yeah. of them. He hit at least one in every round. Yeah, I think that's what won it for him last time, and that's only been recently introduced, so I think he's like sort of licking his lips about that because he, uh, he <laughs> loves that range. Yeah, that's it really suits him, doesn't it, more than others. Not well, a whole lot of players hit that shot. Just the thought, though. You said the maximum points you can get is 40. Mm. This is what I don't quite understand. If Luka Doncic can hit three in a row from about 50 yards out, like how are players not just hitting all of them from there? I mean, come on. It's a tough shot. And you've got your timed. I think if you could take all day, you'd obviously like take your time and set uh, yourself. They kind of get in that rhythm where it's just speed shooting. Maybe. Because um, you do see occasionally people time out if they're not sharp on it, so... Yeah. Maybe, but I do look, think that throws a curveball. Fair enough. I'm here to ask the tough questions, mate. But bit, good bit of fatigue as well. I'm not a sports scientist. Um, no Sammy D from me, but <laughs> they would, I feel like, hit a bit of fatigue with the old shots. Yeah, okay. Just at the pace of doing it. But yeah, Dame uh, won and he beat Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> I'm saying just to wind you up now. And Trey Young in the, the final, I believe it was. Nice. Uh, and then straight from there, you went into... In fact, I just want to say a bit on Dame's. He hit his winning shot with his last ball, which oh, is nice. true Dame fashion. Hit us with the Dame time Did tally. he do the Dame time? He did, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. And even the people uh, who interviewed him afterwards were saying how, you know, that was classic him to do it with his last shot. Did they, did they bring up that? The in and under boys said that's their second favorite all-time celebration. Yeah, they did mention yeah. to him, and he said, "Yeah, he just wanted to bring did it." Did he back say that out. was that was for the boys, <laughs> for the lads? <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, he's never heard our show, of course, because <laughs> why the fuck would he? Um, but yeah, straight into that, we went from that one to Sabrina v Steph, which was one round of essentially the three-point contest. And obviously Steph, all-time greatest shooter, and Sabrina with the record for threes in the three-point contest that they did at the WNBA All-Star Weekend. And it was a pretty good effort. Sabrina got 26. Steph ended up winning it with 29, so he would have also won in the the men's shooting contest. Wait, so can you confirm for me what the schematics were? It was just, what do you mean, what schematics mean? Like... Talk me through that word. (laughs) What were what was like the ruling, like the the logistics of it? Same as the three point contest, and she shot from the same line as Steph. So she which, shot from the male line. That was her choice. Yeah, she used a WNBA. Fucking ball, hell! So but, she she won the three point contest. Well, that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think because I I think what well, is it, Kenny or Ernie, one of the guys from like the TNT guys who commentate regularly said it was pretty unfair that she shot from there. But she chose to do that. 
Um, yeah, fucking fair play. Because you think, obviously, if you practice all the time from a shirt, shirt from a certain spot, <laughs> you're definitely going to yeah, you, miss lo- a few lo- more. You're locked into that distance. Like That's but part of your routine, yeah. 26. She did She did leveled any of the blokes, so... Um, yeah, that's that's amazing. Very good effort. Why, yeah. They should have her in the actual contest next year. Well, yeah, both Steph and her said, like, this has got to become, like, a regular thing. Like, maybe the winner of the women's plays the winner of the, the men's each year at the men's All-Star Weekend. Yeah. That would be cool. Fucking Curry 29, that's unreal. I know, it just shows even on a casual, just shoot, he's locked in. Yeah, he's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, so that happened, and then we had the was it the, the most th- underwhelming headline event, which is the slam dunk contest. Get rid of it. Yeah, it's just all been done before, and I kind well, of like, feel bring for in, the contestants. Bring in something else. Bring in trampolines or like an alligator or something. I have to get around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there should be something because they all just do the same stuff. Like Shaq featured in a couple where he's jumped over and. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I think Toppin, the Jacob Toppin, did the best dunk for me. Like watching, but I don't know. Jalen Brown was never not going to make the final with Mac McClung. So, um, but Mac went on to win it for a second time. So in two events, we had a repeat winner it back is, to back. It is pretty impressive. I think he's like 180 centimeters. Nah, surely he's bigger than that. Nah, because uh, I, I, I watched the um. Like the news played highlights of it, and they said like Mac McClung, one hundred eighty-one centimeters. Jeez, yeah. I mean, he doesn't look big, but a lot of those players, like Steph, doesn't look big, and he's like six three, six yeah. four. Which, yeah. I mean, similar height to us. To us. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, I'm six two and a half. <laughs> um. So Steph's got me by a little bit, but um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But it was like Max last. Dunk, he got 50 again. Probably some sort of script for that. But he I was d- better than Brown, so I've not really got any issues with it. I just I remember when you were texting me the updates because, no, nah, we didn't have a bet on it. Why would we? Um, <laughs> and like, Who I, would bet on All Star Weekend? <laughs> have a day off. And, um, like, yeah, you were messaging me all the scores and, like, you know, because uh, we had. Jalen Brown to it, and I I remember you just saying like in the last round what Jalen got and what Mac needed to win, and you could just tell he's gonna get fifty, like he's yeah. gonna get five tads. It just seemed scripted, even without watching it. I just knew that was coming. Yeah, I wish you'd have fucking told me that before when I put the back. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what was coming. Fucking hell! Um, um, but yeah, it was. It was underwhelming as as it is for me. That I thought last year was really good. Mac did really um, take it to another level, but there's just too much repetition of old things. Like you're just doing the same thing over and over again. Because how many ways can you put a ball into a hoop? Yeah, I think I said that last week, and I um, yeah. I agree. Like there are surely it runs out. That's why I bring like yeah, bring in an alligator or a bear or something like where. You know, escaping death. I think that would make it more exciting. <laughs> Imagine they're just getting chased down, or maybe Shaq's defending them. And they got a dunk on it. Yeah. Like he, he's there for a lot of the dunks, so he may as well do some. Put his hand up. Or Shaq's trying to kill them. 
We need. Yeah, he's, I, he's got a knife. I need like life on the line sort of stuff <laughs> for me to watch it. I think. So Isaiah Stewart should be like in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely that's good. knocking blokes out. That's good. We'll mention why Alex brought that up in a second, but let's let's finish with the um, All Star Weekend. Um, yeah. The East versus West game today. Have no idea. I was at work all day, so I didn't watch it. I didn't even look at the score. So, Alex, would you be so kind and give us an update on that? I am in the same boat as you, which is not great that we're talking about it and neither of us watched any of it. But um, mm. I'll just go through the box score because that tells you all you need to know if you're a casual like we yeah. are. The West lost against East by... Fuck, my maths is awful. Yeah, I'm just going to go. say the score. Just read the scores, mate. East 211 to West <laughs> 186. Uh, low score in a fair. <sighs> That's ridiculous. Carl Anthony Towns, 50 for the West. Bloke shot 35 shots. Jesus. Mate, that's more than double the next person. Next person that was highest was Curry with 17. Jesus. Shit. That is, that is more than double, mate. Mate, Carl Anthony Towns not even started, and he's just out there breaking shot. <laughs> if it was the Minnesota game, he'd have been subbed. <laughs> Unreal. And then for the East, they shared points around a bit more. Dame high scored with 39. He hit 11 of 23 threes. Did they just so. add his fucking score from the three-point <laughs> contest? And Sabrina, 26. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> no. Uh, quick bit of trivia. How many free throws did they shoot the winning team, the East? Because oh. usually in a game of NBA, there's a fair few free throws. So I reckon I'm going to say maybe four. Cause they, That's I don't how th- many they shot. Yeah, I don't think there's many fouls in the All-Star games. How many did they get in? <laughs> if they shot four. Three. Fuck off, you've looked at it. Did I? No. Four, did... They were three from four. That's bollocks, I don't believe Are it. you fucking serious? I genuinely just guessed that. All right, let's see how you go on the West. How God. many did they shoot? Uh, f- five. Bollocks. <laughs> Fuck off. Did I Mate, get that they again? they were six from five. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they were one from one. The Wait, did I actually get East right, though? Yeah, that's bullshit. That's Put your phone fucking, away. That is unreal. Um, but yeah, I haven't really seen anything. I would like to mention a few highlights, but... I don't know of any highlights, so I won't waste my time. I actually, not to carry on, but how did I get that? If there no, was a betting... You're, you're sick, man. Why can't there be betting markets on that? <laughs> <sighs> but you'd still lose. You'd be second-guessing yourself. <laughs> I was going to go four or five. <laughs> All right, that was All-Star Weekend. Um, to be fair, pretty glad it's over. I've missed <laughs> basketball. Uh, we've been what three, four days without a game, and we're cold gonna, turkey. We're going to be another two or so days, I think. I think it's I back think it's Wednesday, back or Friday. Thursday. Oh shit, Friday. So yeah, there will be a couple of games just to talk about next week, but not till Friday. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I guess it'll be more fucking betting on European handball. <laughs> <laughs> Such is the nature of addiction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into um, uh, what were we going to talk about next? Well, there's a couple of other NBA 
headlines, I suppose, wasn't there before the All Star Weekend? Yeah. So we'll um we wanna we wanna see where we're at with our predictions from the start of the year. But first, we'll go through the those two headlines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you wanna lead the way? That'll be those, quick. Mate? Yeah. So um, did we we spoke about it? I think last episode about Dinwiddie, um, and he got picked up eventually by the Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, did we did we say that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. You mentioned that, mate. And there's something bizarre that I found. Um, they released like one of the clauses in his contract, and it's so bizarre. I've never seen anything like it. But <laughs> Dinwiddie gets a bonus if they win the championship, right? Guess how much the bonus is. I'm gonna say it's I'm not, gonna say it's, a dollar. It's not three from four. I'm gonna say a dollar just as a gay. Yeah, good stuff. Because oh, you're, you're looking at the agenda. Fuck me! <laughs> not to fucking carry on about it, man. But how sick am I? <laughs> oh, you're a wanker. You were meant to build up anticipation there and go like, oh, like a million. <laughs> Because right. that would be that's what you that's what you'd think as a bonus, but yeah, generally there's a he gets one dollar bonus if they win the championship. Why is that in the contract? Yeah, that is odd. I wonder if we can find any reason for that. That is the strangest right. thing I've ever heard. There has to be some reason, like in regards maybe tax or something. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. It's, that's yeah, it's bizarre and interesting. So there you go. That will be the most fulfilled dollar he's ever earned if he gets it mm. um how much i had a quick trivia question how much of a bonus does Sabonis get if he wins the, the championship is that a genuine question or are you just like i'm just making a play on his name to yeah, be honest okay i thought so all right let's move on from that <laughs> Um, do you want to go through the next one or? Well, yeah, because I brought it out before. Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons arrested after punching Drew Eubank. I shouldn't laugh because the salt is not funny. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but that is, that is interesting. He's a fucking nutcase. He is a nutcase. He's, he's done that before. Um, yeah. But I've never heard of that. Someone getting arrested for an incident during a game. But did you see what came out? And I think this is probably gives a good reason as to why he keeps getting in these positions. No. Nah. He's Draymond's long-lost brother. <laughs> Isaiah Green Stewart. Fucking hell, man. He's a nut, genuinely. He's got compilation videos of him just, like, being a nutcase. The one where he chased LeBron around. It was, like, the face of the NBA. Yeah, that was nuts. That was crazy. That happened last season, hey? Because he's massive too. He's yeah, like he's big six boy. nine and built like a what are the big players in NFL linebackers? Yeah, built he's like a linebacker. He's quite a good player as well. Yeah, <laughs> when he can play. When he's, he's had not a few arrested. suspensions. So did he? Like, is he? He's not getting prison time or anything, is he? No, or? no. He just got a citation. They actually released him on the day. So, did, so what, did they? Did they arrest him like after the game or? No, before he, yeah, he didn't make an appearance. I think it was in the tunnel. He, but I don't know what, what must have been said. Oh, so they weren't even on the court. No, nah, it wasn't in-game. It was prior, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought Apparently it, was it started in the car park. Like, they were sort of getting chippy with each other and then next minute, KO. 
You can't park there, sir. But Drew Eubanks played, so he clearly wasn't too shaken up. Yeah, right. That's that's hectic. It um <laughs> brings a question to my mind. Um, well, I initially thought it was an on-field incident, but I, th- I thought about <clears throat> footy in particular and certain on-field incidents and whether any AFL players should have been arrested for things that they've done. Oh. Because I can name a fucking few. Mate, surely when I see old footage, like I obviously didn't live in this country, so I didn't see much old sort of games, but when I see old footage of blokes just knocking lumps out of each other, it looks like the most brutal sport. Like, yeah, if if we're calling Isaiah Stewart's uh, behaviour an assault, then there's definitely been like severe assaults on a football field. Barry Hall comes to mind. I don't know if you've seen that one. <laughs> I where think I've seen footage of it. Literally knocks out Brent Staker. Like, Jesus. doesn't even disguise it, just turns and hits him. Who was, was that Staker playing for? West Coast. Oh, and the Andrew Gaff racial I was just one. about to say, Andrew Gaff, that's that's assault. <laughs> that's prison time, surely. <laughs> yeah, and you surely, on the street. Surely your mate Toby Green should be in prison for life, really, with all the fly kicks he's done. Not guilty, mate. This is Toby Tax. <laughs> Toby Tax. Guy's been spent like a tr- tribunal all his He's career. He's a changed man. Let's not live in the past, mate. Should be gone to fucking court. And um, honestly, that umpire incident, it, the umpire was in the way. So, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> done there. If, um, if you listeners think of any incidents on sports field where players deserve to be locked up, uh, let us know. Um, I'm really interested to, to hear those ones because, yeah, I, I think they should bring that in. It would be quite funny if, like, there were cops on standby and they just walk <laughs> on the field, interrupt the game and go, yep, good, like, instead of a red car, that's that's better, I reckon. Straight. I suppose you could charge someone, though, couldn't you? Like, I suppose you have every right of going to, like, a police station and being like, I was assaulted, there's video footage of it, and then showing them Channel 7 highlights. Yeah, I don't think... The fact that it's a game should mean that, um, like, the assault goes thrown out the window. Because, yeah, like, I, I've i seen people get arrested for less. Yeah. So, all right, our, our start of season predictions, yeah? Correct, yeah. Yeah, and uh, speaking of arrest, I think some of our predictions are arrest-worthy, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll get... Well, first of all, do you want to go through the bet that you did at the start of the year? Nah, because I just said we'll go through our predictions. Is that not one of them? No. Does that not fall under that category? Nah, nah. We did separate predictions, remember? Yeah, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next. I clearly, right. I clearly set up the predictions, you big wally. All right, well, how do you want to play it then? Do you want to read out yours and I'll tell you where they are on the ladder? Yeah, all right. So yeah, in our first episode, we um, put predictions for where we thought, or the what top we thought, 10 yeah, what we thought that was going to look like at the end of the season, and it's pretty much mid-season now. We're just a bit overhaved from the yeah. All Star break. There's like 30 games for each team left, so yeah, yeah, we thought we'd see where we're at. Um, I'm not too optimistic, but to be fair, I haven't even had a look, so this could be surprising. Well, it will be surprising, but it could be positive or negative. So do the East first. All right. So or do my... you want me to read out what the team standings are 
Yeah, read out the standings first from the East, and then I'll tell you my predictions. So this is the top 10 in the East. Celtics Mm -hmm. are top, Cavs second, Bucks third, Knicks fourth, Sixers fifth, Pacers sixth, Heat seven, Magic eight, Bulls nine, Hawks ten. My top five or six is pretty good. I think yours is looking better than mine, which we'll get into. So, what you've got Celtics in the right spot. Yeah, I got Celtics. Then I had Bucks second, Cavs so, third. Yeah, you've got them flip flopped. Flip flopped. And then I got Sixers fourth, Knicks fifth, and they're flip flopped. Again, flip flopped, yeah. But then I've got Heat sixth. Where are they? They're seventh, so, so you're seventh. not far off. But then I've got Hawks seventh. They're tenth. Uh, Raptors eighth, and they're nowhere near it. Mm. Um, Nets 9 they're nowhere near it and I've got Pacers 10 and they're like 7th or 8th aren't they Pacers are 6th yeah so the first half of yours is actually pretty good yeah pretty spot on and where what's yours I don't know if I've got many in the right spot I don't know if I have any in the right spot so pretty average for me yeah you've got yeah you've got none in the right spot you've got fuck that's dog shit you're going to read them out? Do you want me to read yours out? Yeah, I'll read mine out then. So I've got Bucks top, Celtics second, Sixers third. Mm-hmm. Again, none of them. Correct. Mm-hmm. Not even one spot off with most, no. most of them. Cavs fourth, who are Fuck. second. Nets fifth. You had Nets fifth. Jesus. Yeah, mate, they're 11th. Jesus. I expected big things from Simmons. Um, and he bottled it. <laughs> Heat sixth, that's the only one I'm in the ballpark of because they're seventh. Hawks seven, Knicks eight, who are fourth. Yeah. Fucking hell. Raptors nine, which is a bit closer than you, but still way off because they're twelfth. Yeah. Pace is tenth. Yeah, so we both had Pace as tenth. But yeah, I mean, right. there's a few shocks there. I didn't expect Pace as sixth, obviously, by my fucking thing. No. Um, Magic eight? None of us picked yeah, them to even we be didn't close. Pick that. Nah. And definitely, like, didn't think Hawks were going to struggle that much this year. They're nowhere near the top 10, really. No. I mean, I suppose there's time. There's So, most teams have played about 52 games. or No, 55 games. So, there's still, what, 27 left? Wait, where'd you say Hawks were? They're 10th. Oh, they are 10th. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so they're in the top 10, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah, fuck. Nets are... Yeah, that's 5th, man. That's That's... Yeah, not good. And Sixers were flying, but then obviously Embiid's got hurt. Yeah. Um, Knicks have been standouts. But yeah, you're definitely closer. And I guess we'll do some sort of um, prize for you. We'll we'll have some sort of system worked out where we'll, we'll give it a point scoring system at uh, the end of the year. Well, you're we'll, we'll pretty certain that I'm going to win, mate. You said prize for me. Well, well I just want to fill you with that optimism mate i'll take it i'll take it All west right. the west let's so, go through yeah re- i'll re- go through the west t wolves one fucking hell thunder two clippers three nuggets four suns five pals six mavs seven kings eight lakers nine warriors ten fucking yeah this is do yours much more difficult one um both had Nuggets top, actually. Yeah, we did. Well, we, and we both had we both Suns, Suns second. second. yeah. And um, so we're... Nuggets are fourth, Suns are fifth. Yeah, and then I had Kings three. Kings are eighth. eighth. Shit. Oh, I had Grizzlies fourth. 
Grizzlies fourth. Yeah, that's that's gonna be their thirteenth. Fucking, that's that's worse than the next call. Yeah. Um, that's a shock, though. Yeah, that is a. You didn't that. expect Morant to get hurt, and they've obviously just everyone's been injured. Right, Clippers fifth. Um, they're what? They're third. third. So yeah, you're in the ballpark. Where are Lakers? Oh, them sixth. They're ninth. Ninth. T Wolves seventh. They're top. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, Mavs eighth. They're seventh, aren't they? Yeah, you're in the so ballpark. In the ballpark yep. there. Um, OKC ninth, and they're second. Shit. Um, but yeah. you didn't even have OKC, so they were not nah. big climbers. Yeah. Um, and then I got Warriors bang on at 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. So you're a bit further away with some, and then I've got Nugget Suns, as we said, Clippers third, which yeah, is spot on. on. Yeah. Lakers fourth, they're ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, Kings fifth, they're eighth. So, yeah. yeah, a little bit better than you there. Warriors sixth. They are 10th, as you said. Mm-hmm. Mav 7, spot on. Pels 8, they're 6th. So mm-hmm. that's close enough. T-Wolves 9 is going to fuck me. Because mm-hmm. they're top. And Grizzlies 10, which is alright, because that's a bit closer than you. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll do, like, if you get it spot on, that's 5 points. And then for every spot, you're off. We could take away a point for the others. Yeah, okay. So we'll probably both end up <laughs> in the minuses. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not confident much of that's going to improve, nah. especially in the West. I mean, anything can happen. There's like a lot of those teams are pretty closely separated. Mm. Like no, there's a game in it between fifth to like ninth, really. I don't see Grizzlies climbing much, though. Look, Grizzlies, you're fucked. <laughs> um, you were pretty close to putting Trailblazers in there as well, so you're lucky you dodged yeah, that one. Fucking hell. Um, and then do we do the individual awards? How they're looking or nah? Uh, nah. Nah. Cool. Nah, we'll nah, that's, that. that's too hard to predict. Yeah, we'll leave that. Um, well, that's it for our predictions. So you're probably edging me at the minute, but we'll see come game time, mate. Yeah, not, not sexually. Let's just <laughs> clarify that. <laughs> You don't know how this is making me feel, mate. <laughs> All right, let's um, let's get into the the bet that I made at the start of the year. Yes, uh, and that yeah. requires more looking at the table. I'll look at the table. You read out your bet, mate. Again, we don't condone gambling, but this is just a bit of fun, bit of a lottery pick. Um, I only spent ten dollars on it, and the p- return is. Um, Fucking hell, it's a weekly salary for me. Yeah, so that could go a long way. Um, And yeah, it's pretty much a multi-bet with um, trying to predict uh, overs and unders of how many wins a team will have. So what, they were given a line and you just went over or under for these teams? Yeah. So I'm going to read out what I got. Um, and then Alex, you're going to tell me where they're at in terms right. of wins and how many we need left. Cause you're the mathematician. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Call me Albert Einstein. So first one, I've got Blazers over 27.5 wins. West. Yep. Blazers are on 15 and they've played 54 games. So, so there's about 18 games. No, there's not. There's fuck. I, I'm not going to tell how many games are left. There's about 27 <laughs> ish from each team. Right. Yeah, okay. So 15, you need him to win 13 more. 
Yeah, we need him to win 28. Asking Fuck. a bit. Asking, Asking a bit, bit for the Blazers. Um, can happen. Like They have been on a bit, a bit 28 games are left for the Blazers. Okay. And they need 13 <laughs> wins. Fuck, if you could see Alex's face when he figured that out, he was so proud of himself. It's a, it's a quick calculator. There's <laughs> a bit oh, of lag on the calculation. Fuck it, oh, that was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they got to win uh, how many again? 13 out of 28 games. Yep. Okay. Easy done, I reckon. We'll go on a little run. I was they, are, they are in form, so it's going to be tough, but that could happen. All right. In form? They're on a six-game losing streak. I meant six games ago, they're in form. <laughs> well, they're doing better. They're filling out forms to see if they can exit the league. <laughs> Next one. Um, over 54.5 wins for Boston. Oh, fucking, you're bouncing around east and west. Here, Sorry, you? just going through the list. Yeah, but they'll you're, get that. You're, you're on the money. They've won 43 out of 55. So, yeah, you'll get that. Yeah, you'll get that. Um, we've got Hornets to... Be under 31.5. All right. Yeah, you're looking good there. They've won Surely. 13 out of 54. Yeah, they, they ain't winning. But they are on a three-game win streak since the trade deadline, so you need them to they settle better, down a bit. I don't think they'll get 32 wins. No. Um, <clears throat> another one that's actually improved. Didn't look good a few weeks ago. but So that's why sh- don't you just give us a rating for each as you do them? So we'll give two thumbs up to... The, the last two you just said. What was it? Blazers. We'll call it a midway. Yeah, that's... It's not thumb a thumbs sideways. down. Yeah, sideways thumb. Sideways. Thumb. Yeah. Boston, We'll, we'll do traffic up. lights. Sorry, just to... But in again, we'll do traffic lights. So we'll give All them right. a yellow Port- light. Portland's yellow. Boston, green tick, mate. Yep. Hornets, green tick. Oh, it's just a um, green light. Sorry. Green light. Um, <laughs> Bulls <laughs> over 37.5. Bulls are on 26 and they've played 55. So they need to win 12 games. Looking I think good. They'll do that. Easy I think money. Do that. Green. Green, t- uh, green light. Just say Drain. Um, sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, we need Spurs to get under 28.5. Oh, green light. They're green on. Light. They've won 11 from 55. Yeah, nah, easy. Cash. Ooh, this one, this one was a good call. I like this one. Cleveland over 50.5. Oh, you're flying, man. We 36 had a, we had... wins from 53 games. I think I, I think you told one of our listeners that, and he said that I was dreaming that Cavs were going to win over 50 wins this year. I so, did. Sh- sh- yeah, shout out to listener David. Um, go fuck yourself. Yeah, true. Yeah, <coughs> go, and, go and... How do you say fuck yourself in Chinese? Um... I Yishou know his Shou. name in Chinese, yeah. Next one, another greeny. Uh, Detroit Pistons under 28.5. Oh, the they've fucking, won eight. The 28.5 losing streak at the start of the year. Help me with that. Yeah, eight from 54. You're flying. Yeah. Green. Yep, yep. This one, fucking top of the West. Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, over great f- pick. Money for Jam, over 44.5 wins. I great think they're pick. nearly there. You need him to win six more games. Yeah, done. Out Green. of like 27. Green. Oh, this one. Quick math. This one could be a bit of an amber, but I think they'll get there. But it's uh, Let's do the yellow, mate. Yeah, yellow yellow tick. Um, Don't bring for, amber up. 
for Phoenix Suns um, over 52.5. Oh, need him to win another 20 from 27 games. Yeah, that's... Oh, they can only lose seven games out of their remaining fixtures. They got the talent to do it. It's um, what's what's yellow and red mixed. Let's give it a real, real let's, orange. Let's give it an orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to. This one, I think, almost is curtains. Unfortunately, and I'm really, really annoyed. It can still happen, but I really doubt it based on their recent form. And that is the old Raptors. Ooh. We need them over thirty six point five. Jesus, what's what that? They're at 19 from 55. So they need 18 wins. Is that, is that the map? I think so. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Asking a lot. They've been pretty awful since the trade deadline. 18 out of thir- uh, 30 or so, hey. 18 out of 27. Uh, that's it's just... Again, a- can only lose nine. They're getting on a red-hot streak and probably making finals if they uh, do that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only way that comes through. So I'm like very dark orange there. Yeah, I'm going red, honestly. Oh, it's just... But that's just me sunburn. <laughs> it's hard because the rest looking good. We got Nuggets over fifty two point five. Oh, well, actually, that's that's not looking so good. Based Wait, what recently. is it? Fifty five. Fifty three. They need a win. Oh, they need another fucking four ten. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's the math there? And 18 wins. Oh, doable. Like, for championship team. 18 out of 27. Yeah, doable. You much prefer them to be needing 18 wins than Raptors. Yes, correct. So I'm going to give that... I'm going to give that a... I'm going to give that a green. I think You've got a degree in stating the obvious, mate? Or the green. Just... Um... <laughs> Uh, Golden State, I need them to be under 47.5, which they've been on a little bit of a run. but um, 21 more wins they would need to get over that. Yeah, I'm saying green. I don't think they do it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, got... They've only played 53, I will say, so they've got... 27, mate. No, <laughs> 29. Oh, how many games is it? 82. 82, yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was 80 I know um, there's at least one or two people who listen to the show who would be absolutely livid with the level of maths mm, displayed mm, but carry on um, you want trucking uh, Houston Rockets we got them to win 32 oh, I yeah. think they're travelling well 32 or 32.5 nah 32 so 31.5 so they need 8 wins they were flying but yeah. have not have not been great they'll recently. win 8 that's yeah. a green. Lock it in. Green. Uh, Clippers to win 46. Green. Yeah. Yeah. They've got 36. Green. Yeah. Flying. Lakers to win 47. I don't know what they're at, so that could be a bit 30. of an ask. Or 56 17. games played. Wow. 17 wins. That's 17 a, from 26. That's a big yellow. Another it? one that can only win. Yeah, only lose nine more. That's a big yellow orange type operation. Yeah. Um, OKC to over 44.5. Bang on. Flying. Yeah. Green. Yeah. And Eight the, more wins. The Kings to win 45. How's that looking? I reckon that's looking okay. They've won 31 of 54. Yeah. So they, so what, they... they need what? 44? No, they need 45. So 14. 
I think they'll do that. Yeah, I'm going to say, what's green and yellow make? Like a, a, a lighter green? Okay. Yeah, like uh, lime. Yeah, okay. Mint. Yeah, mint. Cool. All right, well. That's mint. Based on that, what are we, what are we given? What traffic light are we given for the bet to come through? I think, honestly, like a, a yellow. Well, I'll take yellow. Do you think, or is it definitely I'm on the more, orange? I'm more like dark orange. Okay, let's go dark. You probably should have a drink of water, mate. Honestly, oh, just ra- Raptors. Honestly, is the big one. Just have a glass of water if it's dark orange, mate. Severely <laughs> <It's> dehydrated. <laughs> um, Raptors is yeah, the big one. So I want everybody to channel some passion and energy, and and just put good vibes out there for the Raptors. And and, and you know, if I win. $493,000, you can bet your skin one that if you're a listener of the podcast, I'll give you a dollar. I'm retiring from the podcast if we win that. I'll put it in your contract as a bonus if I win it. You'll get a dollar. <laughs> yeah, unreal. I Honestly, fair crack. And it must be mentioned that you, you have to, all of those have to come in. Like it is a combined yeah, multi. All has it's to not come in. individual things. And I love how we, you said we won't talk about Ben unless we get five or six people message us. No, no one's message us and you've just gone, fuck it. That's, that's my green light. That, to go for it. That was the kitty they were talking about. I'm all for talking about other bets. <laughs> Um, there's, there's no saying that and that is not true we had one person message us strictly <laughs> saying don't bring the kitty back did we was yeah, that Jacob it's Jacob and that's because he's allergic to cats <laughs> <laughs> our friend Sam who's allergic to cats is a hard no as well yeah, so they're, they're, yeah, they don't want the kitty back uh, I thought I thought Jacob would actually just like misspell plus he said minus one. <laughs> yeah, I thought nah. just the mention of betting was a plus. He firmly doesn't want it. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know, but I don't that, think we that. have time to discuss it. No, we've got no time after that rap. All right. Um, Let's hop to it. Yeah. Uh, what are we going into next? Croatian word of the week. That's the one. All right, Alex, this week's creation word of the week. Um, we're going to be on fast forward mode because um, <laughs> we just spent seven hours talking about a bet that ain't going to come in. <laughs> and Jacob doesn't even want to hear it. <laughs> Our only listener. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, oh, we're all for giving power to the people on this pod. <laughs> all right, so a quick one this week. Uh, last week, uh, just to give everyone a reminder, was the word was Gooby done? Yes, I've just had, remembered that. Yeah, unreal. Yes, Gooby do was Alex's uh, fun play on words for that. That's um, right. That's and a clue. What did it mean again, Alex? It was is like done. trying to find something. No, it's not. That's your correlation. That's completely wrong. That's why I've remembered it then. That's how memory works, mate. Yeah, but you've remembered it wrong, so find a way to remember it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) It was clearly not memorable enough. It's someone who loses a whole day. So someone someone who's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not us today, mate. Not us today. Working hard. Working hard. Um, All right, so today's word, Alex, is 
Lyubav. Yubav. Lyubav. Can you spell it? Lyubav. Lyubav. Yeah, L-J-U-B-A-V. Lyubav. J-U-B-A-V. Lyubav. So the J in Croatian, just to get technical, is is a Y. Yeah, it's a Y sound. It's a Y. Oh, yeah. Lyubav. Um, Would you like a clue? Yeah, go on. Give us a clue, mate. It's in... Uh, um, direct relation to, um, an, uh, 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 what's it called? A uh, significant day on the calendar that recently just passed. Oh, oh, well, you know, I love them and it's pancake day. <laughs> <laughs> you love your breakfast. <laughs> no, Valentine, is it? Uh, well, that is the day. Love? Is it, it is, love? it is. Lyubav means love. I love this segment, mate. No, that's not how you'd say it. If you'd say, I love, it's volim. So there's another what word for you. What the fucking hell was yeah. going on there? Volim is to love, like I love, volim. How is Vo- that related to Lyubav? Well, Lyubav is just the word for love. That but is to say, blowing But to say, to say I love something is volim. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting language. Well, Jesus Christ, I'm never learning this language. Well, you'll remember that, you above. So, if you said you're looking for love, you'd say Scooby Dan Lyubav. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> no, you just said, I lost a day today, love. <laughs> Fuck me, I say that pretty often to my significant other. I've never heard you say that to me. Um. <laughs> All right, so that's this week's question of the week. Um, Lyubav, very, uh, what's the word? Very sweet. Appropriate. Um, Yeah, like my pancakes. Hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day and shared it with with your loved ones. Um, Yeah. (laughs) All right. How is is Pete today? (laughs) Yeah, he's good. He's good. He had a word for me today as well. It broke my heart because I was like, oh, we're not, I've already got one for today. Oh, I thought like, oh. he said he had a word with you today. He's fucking nah, nah. it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he had one ready, so we're going to use that one for next week. Oh, lock it in. All right, let's let's uh, let's crawl on out of here into your favourite segment, mate. The one you lead every week. Every week, and it's the one that brings listeners back over and over again. I've received no DMs asking for less of this this week. No. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Matthew, friend of the pod, who specifically stated he wanted less EPL and more AFL. And as um, we've shown you with Jacob's request, we don't listen to listeners' requests on this we show. We don't, and we've got a big... <laughs> Big app of EPO and no AFL again. So get a fucking dog up your mat. Get a dog right up your Matthew. Um, Go on. Let me just refresh to get the results up and running. And I'll tell you what, mate. Let's kick off with your boys. Did you watch any of this one? Mate. Of course you didn't because you mate. are not interested. What a fucking finish by Darwin <laughs> Matthew. He ate in just of the EPL. We um, are unbelievable. Yeah, Liverpool beat Brentford 4-1. Actually watched all this one. 
Brentford were exciting at times, but again, Liverpool being a championship level side, nothing <laughs> new to report there. Wait, can I just mention Salah, first game back after injury, scores two goals. Bit, do you think he's quicker with his hair a bit shorter? Because he definitely had a shorter trim. Yeah. But still he, long. But. He looks like um, Albert Hammond Jr. from the Strokes. Oh, there's a reference for you folks. Hmm. Look that one up for yourselves. Anyway. Um, and we have Arsenal thumped Burnley 5-0. Very underwhelming this year for Burnley. Came up as yeah champs of the championship and have not looked convincing at all. Newcastle no. drew with Bournemouth 2-all. Um, Newcastle, they've lost all their rhythm. They can't seem to win two in a row. Fulham lost to Villa 2-1. Villa back to winning ways after losing to the best side in the comp last week. Knott's Forest beat West Ham 2-0. Again, wheels are off there. Apparently, fans were holding up signs for Moisey to be sacked. So Really? Fucking hell. Not looking great at the West Ham. Um, Tottenham lost to Wolves. Fucking brilliant. Love yeah, that. Unreal. Love to see Ange just get knocked down a peg or two. <laughs> Brighton beat Sheffield United 5-0. Wow. Sheffield United... What a shite team. Mm. Um, City drew with Chelsea one all. Big Unreal. result in the title race. Massive, massive. And then Man U did what Liverpool could not do when they faced Luton, and that was beat them <laughs> convincingly. Liverpool <laughs> drew with a last-minute equaliser, and Man U comfortable 2-1 victors in that one. Your boy Hoyland's in form, huh? Mate, he's six in a row. Six games in a row he scored, so... After Call him. what, like 20 games without a goal? No, but we focus on the current form. Yeah. So um, he no. is actually flying, and you've got Everton Palace tomorrow as well. But bit of a dead rubber, that one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, not much in that one. No one's overly interested, but... Let's get into table. the fucking let's get into the fucking table, mate, because she's bloody exciting. Liverpool top with 57, oh. won't be for long. Arsenal oh. second, 55... City third, 53, Villa fourth, 49. And uh, Manu, form guide looking unreal. Four <laughs> of the last five are wins. Liverpool can't say I that. saw a crazy stat um, uh, regarding Manu. I don't know if this is true. Probably but... not if it's coming from your mouth. <laughs> no, nah, apparently, for the I can't remember how many years, but you have not lost the game in February for like so long. Really? Yeah. For some reason, February is just a great month for you. We're going to have to get someone to fact check that, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's correct. I I don't know how many years that's been, but yeah. How weird is that? That is, yeah, very weird, if true. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, City's still with a game in hand, so they can get within one point of Liverpool, but cannot go ahead of you now. Nah. What that's a fucking unbelievable result, and I I honestly didn't see that coming because Chelsea have been fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good result for Chelsea, who have done this all season where they pick up one good result and then have three bad ones. Yeah. So, bottom of the table, you've got Sheffield United on thirteen, Burnley thirteen, Everton have dropped in at nineteen, Oof. Luton twenty. Oof. Everton still with a game in hand. Um, so Man, yeah, it'll, it'll be so interesting to see what happens if Everton get relegated based on those points being dropped. That'll yeah. Well, I wonder what happens if they appeal it. Uh, I'm guessing the appeal would have to take place before they go down. Yeah. 
we'll you'd see. be pretty flat if you were the next person to go down they get 10 back <laughs> yeah jesus but yeah they i mean they're definitely in danger of going down but i think they'll do enough to stay up without any more points being added we'll see you've got a good chance this game against palace yeah, Liverpool play City in March, which will be a really interesting game. Yeah, that, that's a big game. Mark that on the calendar, boys and girls. They're always good to watch, so that will be good. A um, couple of small things I wanted to add to this week. Uh, first of all, is based on Manu, who I have no bias towards. Mm-hmm. And it is, apart from the Hoyland thing that you mentioned before, is this player, Kobe Vaino, is... An 18-year-old centre mid who's playing for Manu and has played the last 11 or 12 games. He's just been unreal for an 18-year-old. Like, really come into the middle of the park, which is the hardest position to play, and just settled the whole team down. And looks, like, way older than his years. He's genuinely really good to watch. So, if you get a chance, um, not to heat pressure on him, but he's playing great football for a lad who's only 18. Is it just me, or does it seem like... Now, or the last like five or so years, there have been really good young midfielders like that are just mature beyond their years, like coming in and starring. Yeah, I think there's probably less of an emphasis on obviously they've got to be fit and quick, but you can't really get bullied. The game's a little less physical. Yeah. So there's more emphasis on being a good ball player and technically. Yeah, do you think gifted. that's got a lot to do with it, surely? Probably, but there's like, always—I mean, there's always players that come in and do well, and players that come in and do badly. And I think the problem is the media gets on top of these players. You see it with Wilshire and people like that. Back yeah, in the day. but I'm t- but I'm talking about players like that are exceptionally young, like 18, and like Jude Bellingham, for example, like you know doing what he did at 17, and you got Gavi at fucking Barcelona, and you mm. got. Like, just lots of really young, like Phil Foden as well, 17, 18, like, dominating in, in those central midfield positions, which, yeah, has, has been unheard of. So, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, I was listening. I just left-hooked me fucking microphone. <laughs> no, all good. Saw all right. red like Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Thought my microphone was Drew Eubanks. Clocked him on. Getting it arrested. That will be handy for the pod, to be fair. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if you look back in history, there probably is um, that level of player. But maybe you're right. Maybe there is an uptrend in that. Um, but you're, it's fucking you're, great. You were pretty handy at 17, mate. At 17 kilos. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next, next item. What are we, what's, uh, what's final that? thing for football this week, and it's not related to the EPL, um, but Mbappe said he wants to leave PSG. Obviously, yeah. one of the most decorated modern footballers, um, even yeah. though I don't think he's quite as good as people make out. But where oh, do you think he'll land? Madrid, no doubt. You reckon? Yeah. But why is it such a yeah obvious destination? I don't know. It's always seems to be... A boy's dream to play for Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah. So, I don't know if I don't there's know. growing up in England. I don't really get that. But, I mean, you even saw in the Beckham documentary, if you watch that, then he talked about that being a boyhood dream. They are. They're the bit. You know what? I understand maybe that generation because, like, at that time, Real Madrid and Barcelona were, you know, undoubtedly the two biggest sides in the world. Like, they were winning everything. 
But for the last five, six years, like they're not, they've not been as, you know, crazy as they have been. No. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like English Premier League is, is the strongest league at the moment. So I don't know why. Players... Do you reckon Liverpool are out of the running with Klopp going? Like, well, I feel like maybe yeah, if Klopp was still there, he's well, done your day. We've always been linked with him weirdly. So I don't know if that's, yeah, if their um, connection with Klopp was, was a reason he wanted to come. But I'll fucking take him. Could you see him at City, or is that just ridiculous? You can see anyone at City, just with their money. The money uh, they could pay players. But as well, you get them on a free, which is the crazy thing. Yeah, that is crazy, considering Nuts. what he was getting offered to go play at Saudi. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but I, yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he went to Real Madrid. I'd love to see him in the Premier League, but yeah. It would be really a challenge for himself to see him in the Premier League. Like that is obviously where we want to see him. It's where we pay most attention. But like you said, I think he's probably going around Madrid. So mm. yeah, sadly. Oh, good on him. Can you know? Best wishes wherever he goes. <laughs> good on him, the fucking ninja turtle. <laughs> All right, uh, is that it for EPL? That's it, mate. Sorry, Matthew. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, mate. Uh, now we're going to AFL. Nah. T- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you watch? We will be doing AFL though, right? We're like Next week, we'll get into it proper. Down yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Next, As of next week, we're, we're back into it full time. Um, we're locked in. And and we're, uh, we're excited. I'm, I'm genuinely excited to start talking about it again. It's two weeks away. The season starts. So, yeah. And as you did with the betting, obviously you all messaged us and we couldn't get through all your messages. Mm. Um, let us know if you would like us to do a separate AFL episode each week Yeah, and during lo- the season. Let us know if you'd be interested in uh, joining a tipping comp as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking we should start. Bang that one on me, anyway. We should start in an under tipping comp and have like a prize for the winner. Yeah, okay. So, but obviously we're not going to do it if there's only me and you. Um, so yeah, let us know if you're interested. If if that um, is something that you're keen on, we'll, we'll organise that. That'll be fun. Uh, Jacob, you don't have to message us minus one if you're not wanting to be involved. Look, I I, want, I was going to bring this up at the end, but we have, and we can see... Right, we get we get a data report of the numbers, and there's at least thirty of you guys listening out there. So, while you're on your phone listening to this now, just send a message. Tell us what you want. We're here for you. All right. So, As we've shown in today's episode, we listen to what our listeners want. <laughs> we do. If you know it, it coincides with what we want. <laughs> Sorry for the noise. See, I live in a fucking restaurant. There's constantly, I'm spending seven hours editing out all the sounds from fucking Alex's house. So. Well, I'm spending seven hours this you talking about a bat that ain't coming in, mate. So true. Um, honestly, tell them to fucking keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> what did you watch? Well, after that, I've got quite the thing that we watched, mate. It was a bit different this week, wasn't it? 
Yeah. It, it was. was called The After. And it's uh, a movie that came out last year. And Leb- it's a short movie. Yeah, yeah. Before you go on to this, uh, I did a big sigh because I, I wasn't happy with it. I'm not happy with with Alex's selection. I gave like a list of what I thought were really decent movies to watch. And Alex just couldn't be asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then he, for some reason, he was like, I don't like any of them. They're, I don't like true crime. They're all true crime. <laughs> and there was about a list of eight and literally one of them was true crime. <laughs> and when he, <laughs> he said, I don't want to do anything true crime, but let's do the after. So I'm going to read the synopsis of the after now. Okay. <laughs> it's not true crime. So the after, a grieving Londoner distraught by a violent crime <laughs> recedes into his new job as a rideshare driver until he picks up a passenger who changes everything. So I don't know. Uh, is it is it crime? Yes. Is it true? No. So it does not fit the bill for true crime. Fucking ridiculous you are. <laughs> You're just like, let's watch this fucking serial killer from Adelaide, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you kick us off, mate. Well... It was 18 minutes long, yeah. so it's worth a watch solely based on that, um, and that was the main reason I picked it, mate, cause it was late on a Sunday evening, and I'd been busy watching All-Star stuff, which you cannot say you did, <laughs> so just to throw you under the bus there, mate. Well, it was, I don't know, 18 minutes is a quick time to make a judgment, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's Oscar nominated. It wasn't great, personally. I, I didn't. I didn't. Like, it wouldn't be winning an Oscar if I was in charge. Put it that way. Yeah. Um. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> I feel like they used a very emotive first scene. I was. I was fucking hooked the first. The first ten, five, ten minutes. Yeah. And like, I think it's a very interesting concept for a, yeah. a, especially a short movie. Like you what I liked about it is that it told you a full story and you felt a lot of emotion in 18 minutes, which is cool. I appreciate yeah. that. Essentially, it's just it, it's a depiction of a man's grief, right? Yeah. And Without... he's he's what a, an Uber driver and he just you, you see collections of people and different sort of memories yeah. and i think it's it's definitely well shot it's um very good acting for yeah. like you know uh, not probably like bc list celebrities um um but I, uh, I don't know i i didn't really feel much after it <laughs> yeah interesting given it's called the after yeah exactly but, but yeah i agree it, it i don't know it was quite harrowing and it was like i said emotive but i didn't think that translated to a good short film yeah yeah like, great like, concept again, yeah it's just great concept yeah and like and that first scene like the big event that happens um is yeah like it gets you like that definitely had me i was like yep but i don't know then it just trails off and it doesn't quite yeah get get any get, lift from that point for me I guess it's, yeah, it sets you up well and then you just left a bit disappointed. So, underwhelming. As yeah, ma- but maybe I had more, maybe I had expectations as well because, like, I think, I think they're trying to give a depiction of, like, 
real grief like and it's meant to be realistic and how grief can be for someone in real life like it's not mm. there's not like it seems like they're not trying to dramatize it they're trying to make it as real as possible but yeah i don't know i thought it was just an odd way how they sort of uh yeah ended ended it yeah which again concept 10 out of 10 mm. actual movie 5 out of 10 yeah anyway uh, fucking give it a give it a look yourself um it's not time consuming um the craziest thing about it is our reviews just gone for longer than the movie yeah i was just about to say that <laughs> um we should have just acted it out next next time <laughs> yeah give it a give it a, give it a watch it's worth it like uh yeah it's interesting it's not you don't see many short films like that oscar nominated and on netflix so yeah um okay what are we watching next week have you got any suggestions since mine was shy? Any more true crime for us? <laughs> Fucking law and order, SVU, but I don't <laughs> like true crime. Um, well, that's not true crime, is it? Uh, well, like I said to you, mate, you fucking go on about how much you hate friends, so let's just watch friends. No, not, not friends. <laughs> Absolutely not friends. I draw the line there. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's do one of the movies, a real new one. Like, Let's just make make a decision on that. All right, yeah, well, let's, yeah, maybe we'll go to a cinema and watch one of the new ones. There's been, like, the Oscars are coming up, and I know that um, a lot of movies that have been nominated for the stuff are quite good, and I haven't seen a few of them, so maybe we should watch an Oscar-nominated movie. Yeah, which The After was, to be fair. Well, for this year? Yeah. Oh, okay. It came out in 2023. Uh, Okay. All right, well... Yeah, maybe watch another one, but like a full length. Because there's like the... Is it The Handovers or something? Oh, yeah. The there's, there's a few. We called. won't pick one, but we will do a new At The Movies release. Yeah, all right. Let's do that. Cool. Sorted. All right. Uh, what are we moving into next? We don't have AFL. Song of uh, the Week. Oh, mate. Song of the Week. Song of the Week. All right. Um... Last week, we we were very far out of Australia, weren't we? Both overseas, mate. We were doing some travelling. We were travelling. I'm I'm back. I'm back local this this week. I'm in Adelaide, actually. Where are you? Ooh, I am also in Australia. I'm in New South Wales. Hell yeah! And where? What band? Which which what song? Tell us all about it. The band I have chosen, uh, yep, from New South Wales, and this is a 2022 release, so semi recent. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Moving Stills are the band. And oh yeah, I've heard of them. The song is Volcano. Oh yeah, cool. I've not heard that song, but I've heard of them. It is a very nice little number. I think it's their most listened to track on like Apple and Spotify. So. Yeah, probably their poppiest song, but I like it, and it's a good bit of clean fun for our audience. Nice. Nice, nice, and, nice. And you, mate, what have you gone for in Radlade? I've gone for um, <clears throat> a very good up-and-coming Adelaide band. Well, not up-and-coming. I think they've been around for the last few years, but they're really starting to grow, and they're a band we've actually had the privilege to play with, mate. Oh. Um and they are very lovely people, and they are very talented. Um, they are called the Tullamarines. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, very cool indie pop sort of band. Um, they have 
released an EP recently um, in November. It's called Ugly Cry. And the song I've chosen off that EP is called Never Do That, which is my song of the week. Never do that or never dude that? Never do that. Okay. Like, don't, don't, don't do it. Yeah, first yeah. of all, good um, EP name, Ugly Cry. Mm-hmm. Familiar to me, mate. I've seen that on a few occasions after we've lost important soccer games, mate. I've shared a change room with you. <laughs> I've always been told I've got a pretty cry. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, it's opposite day when they're saying that, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, give give that song a listen, and um, if you're in Adelaide. Go go watch them play. They're they're really fucking cool. They um, are cool, very cool. And they're gonna. I think they're gonna break out big time. They've already played some really big shows, um, in Adelaide and outside of Adelaide. So yeah, ones to watch for sure. Do you know what Tullera Marine is in Melbourne? It is the airport, isn't it? You are correct, mate. Give yourself a clap. I. Yeah, I thought that was gone somewhere. That was a no, no, no it's just uh, quick, quick bit. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, let's move out of here into our favourite segment, and that is what is it, Alex? Isaac Rankin. Rankin, it's Rankin time. Isaac Rankings. All right. I'll tell you what, any feedback after last week? Because I was fucking flat again listening back. Oh, as in you thought about ones? Thought of a few. Racing Stripes? You familiar with Racing Stripes? Nah. Great kids movie. About horse racing. Zebra doing horse racing, breaking the the boundaries. Where I, um, yeah, someone messaged me saying I forgot Dodgeball. Dodgeball? No, I was just going to say that. Very good Massive one. Yeah. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood, the floor. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But always the case when you do these things, so we'll take it on the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't get them all right, mate. But um, we uh, put up a post on the Instagram asking people what they want us to rank this week, and we received a response that we liked. (laughs) From we were inundated with responses. We were. We were stop. We gotta like start making it seem like people are actually messaging us. We had we had fifty people respond. Um, fifty cent responded. <laughs> fifty cent responded. Um, and we chose this one. It's from NRC underscore twenty two. Um, sounds like sounds fit. Fucking loser. Um, sounds like B and F three in a row. He told us to rank our top obscure athletes, uh, guys or girls that wouldn't be household names, but players you loved. Um, right. I think I think that's a good one. It's an interesting one. I do like it. I appreciate that. My, most of mine were football related, so I don't know how much our audience will relate to that. But um, I chucked a few in from other sports as well. So yeah, do, no, do you want to kick us off? And this is this is nothing to do with their athletic performance. Hey, it's just like I don't know people that occasionally come into your mind and you're like they were. Yeah, know, well, like, I yeah. think because they're not household names, you'd think that they weren't the best at their craft, but they, you know, found a way into your heart for some reason or another. Yeah. 
So it maybe got that sort of cult sort of following or they did something during a game that you were like, it was pretty cool, it was memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, do you want me to kick us off? You kick us off, mate. I've got seven, actually. Should Fucking I kick hell. us off? I've got one, two, three, four, five. Five, so I guess. Uh, so you, you just give us two honourable mentions, us, mate. All right, two honourable mentions it yeah. is, mate. Kick us off. Um, so I'm going to go with, and he was the first one that came to mind. He was a Blackburn Rovers player. He had a pretty slick barnet, nice head of hair, and it's Morton Gamps Pedersen. Oh, yeah. He was an absolute baller for Blackburn. <laughs> Wand of a left foot. Yeah, free kick specialist, hey? He was, some about him was just really likeable. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. I think he was Norwegian, was he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somewhere in the Scandinavian region. And he was, yeah, just a baller. Like, for an average team, and it always makes him look, like, better. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't... Yeah, I don't know if many of our listeners will know him. But no. if you do, let us know. But, that, yeah, that's that is a good one. I haven't thought about him for a while. Left foot free kick specialist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to... Call me a young Patterson. Yeah, I was going to say I modelled my game on him, but ended up being better. So it's always a shame when you're <laughs> better than your mentor. Uh, all right, nice. Um, Do all right, I num- give another? Because I've okay. got seven. Do I give another? Because I've got seven. Yeah, go on, mate. There's no rules in this. Um, well, this one's just a throwaway because I don't think anyone's going to have any like nostalgia for this one. And it is. Sean O'Loughlin, who played for Wigan Warriors, which was the rugby league team that I grew up liking. Um, so, shout out to Sean O'Loughlin. <laughs> who the fuck is Sean He's, O'Loughlin? He had a great song. Google it if you get a chance. Mate, it's top obscure athletes, not top no ones. It's, it's my personal nobodies. Listen, hey, though, but he yeah. played for Wigan Warriors and he was class and he was our captain. So just a throwaway one for me. I think they got to have like a little bit of status. No, if you know Sean O'Loughlin, then you know what I'm talking about. So shout out to him. All right, fair enough. All right, do I get a turn? Go. It's, it's all you. All right, I've got my number five is current a current basketballer. <laughs> he plays for the Suns. Go on. His name is Bol Bol. <laughs> he, he plays a sport with a oh, ball. Oh, so this can be current <laughs> players. Yeah, it's obscure athletes. The original Wemby is Bol Bol. <laughs> yeah, so Bol Bol, he plays a sport with a ball. Um, <laughs> he's fucking massive. He's like seven foot seven. He's all arms and legs. He is like just so cool and he dominates. He plays 12 minutes a game and fucking dominates. And I don't know why he doesn't play more and he's bounced around teams. For some reason, people don't like him. But every time I watch him play, he literally, he can pretty much reach the other ring from from the opposite end. Yeah, he's he is actually really good, especially offensively really good. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think he's he's super cool. Um, and yeah, it just always baffles me why he, he never gets much time. But um, yeah, yeah, old bowl 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 bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good one. I I've done all like X 
retired players. So yeah, that's uh, right. my next one, uh, and it's not a sport I'm really into. I, it's just a year of my life I got into it, and it was F1, and the driver is <laughs> Jensen Button. First oh, of all, a... great name. What is it, Jensen? Jensen Button. Button. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that is a cool name. And he won the championship the year I watched. I believe that's the only championship he ever won. Uh, but he was a British uh, F1 driver, and, and what, he was. What makes uh, him memorable for you, mate? His name mainly, uh, <laughs> and I think he just always looked nice. He looked smiley and nice, so I liked him. There's there's a bit of a, a theme here, and I am starting to think that you have some affection for. <laughs> For the male feature, mate. Male features. He was a good-looking bloke, yeah. Mm. No, I'm, I'm just... Nothing wrong with that. I'm pleased to see you show some affection for, <laughs> but for the male image. But I think image. mine are based on... They look like nice people. Like, they look like <laughs> the sort of bloke you see down the shop and you want to have a chat with. This isn't fucking rank your top nicest blokes. Well, that's how I've interpreted it. Ugh, yeah. And you're not on me list, mate. So put it that way. Uh, fair enough. Go on, give us another, mate. Next one for me. Um, what am I going to put? All right. I'm going to say, <laughs> do you remember Maxi Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah, Maxi. <laughs> he played for Liverpool. He played for he? Liverpool, played uh, for Argentina. I I still don't know why, but he was my favourite player at Liverpool. He, Whenever he, someone says Maxi, that's who I think of. Maxi like, Rodriguez. Well, like if you said, like, say you saw someone called Max, you went, Maxi, like, I'd just yeah. say Rodriguez. Like, I, he didn't even play much for Liverpool. Like, he was he was injured a lot. but Cult hero, though. Yeah, he, he just had this cult aura about him. And I think it's he just used to score bangers. And I, I'll never forget, and I think this is when I first saw him. Um, I can't remember what World Cup it was, but scored an absolute screamer for Argentina and it's like still looked at as one of the uh, best goals ever yeah, scored you're thinking of James Rodriguez right? no I mean. no I'm thinking of Maxi <laughs> where he like chests it outside the box like up in the air and then volleys it left foot it in. oh it's it's one of the greatest goals you'll ever <laughs> see and yeah I just used to love him and still do fair play that's a that's a solid one and uh Mine are also football related, and I'm going to list you three in a row here because uh, just to get them out of the way, I'm going to say first of all, Alan Smith, not the one who commentates on FIFA, but the one with blonde oh, man, hair, you? famously broke his leg from blocking John Anarese's free kick. Yeah, he played for Man U. Yeah, he played for Man U and Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. like a forward midfielder. Probably never reached his potential, but like I used to love playing with him on FIFA. Yeah, he was a bit of a baller. Yeah. And the next one I've got is another Man U player, Jason Park. <laughs> yes. Absolute undersung yeah. hero. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Great song that's definitely not very politically correct, so we won't give you a rendition of that. But um, yeah, absolute workhorse in Man U's uh, t- team and probably one of the reasons it was so successful because he was so selfless, like just mm-hmm. one of those players. Always mm-hmm. marked the best opposition player. Yeah. 
Finally, Kevin Davis. He was a big oh, yeah, man for yeah. Bolton. He's Proper old school forward. Big hard man, wasn't he? Big tough bloke, big quads. Uh, scored just like classic centre forward goals. Yeah. He was, yeah. Very and good. And Bolton never quality, so. And he never. Oh, remember that Bolton team when they had like Starry? Nolan. Nolan, yeah. They were fucking stacked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never quite understood why he's called Davis when his last name was D A V I E S. That always. That always. Uh, that is how you conf- say Davies. No, it's Davies. Yeah, Kevin Davies. Oh, I thought they called him. I thought you said. Oh, I mean, it's. Well, it's they called him Kevin Davis, didn't they? Oh, anyway. Much of a muchness, mate. But, um, nah, good shouts. Um, all right. Well, I'll keep the theme of footballers. And I thought about this just before we started this and absolute classic. And uh, Mason Cox has followed in this person's footsteps. And that is Edgar Davids, the OG <laughs> goggle man. <laughs> Edgar Davids, uh, Netherlands. Was he a fullback? No, a midfielder. A midfielder. midfielder yeah. Who did he play for in the Premier League? He played for Man U, didn't he, for a bit? No, he played for. Fuck. I feel did like he... it was not a good team. Was it Portsmouth? No, it wasn't Portsmouth. Was it Tottenham? Oh, I can't remember. Let us know who he played for. Can't remember, I but think. he played in the Premier League. He had wicked, long, dark dreadlocks, and he wore like. Goggles. That that was his thing. <laughs> I don't know if they were even medically prescribed. I no, he, he just... came straight from swimming practice every week. <laughs> um, yeah, they were definitely a fashion statement and an iconic look for him. So yeah, Edgar Davids. He's he played for, for Palace. Did he? Yeah. Oh fucking hell. Barnet FC and Crystal Palace. Unreal. Yeah, right. That's quality. Um. Yeah, I knew it was an obscure team. That's funny. But yeah, that's a good one. He was an absolute baller. Uh, yep. What's your next one, My next one, and this is to entertain some of the AFL fans. And I have an affection for this man. And it is Mitch Wallace. Who <laughs> Why? is kind of semi-recently retired Western Bulldogs player. Uh, I don't really know. Some about him... <laughs> I always enjoy, I think when we really got into footy during that COVID year, he was like one of the star forwards for Bulldogs. Yeah. Like yeah, he was Mr. He was. Consistent, hard worker, always put his neck on the line for his team. And I really rated that. And you think he's a nice guy? He seems like a nice guy again. <laughs> and he's got curly nice hair. Nice face. Yeah. He's <laughs> quite pretty and attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Top 10 hottest athletes coming Big next- kick on him. Top 10 hottest men coming next week. Um, Mitch Wallace is not in that list, by the way. It's definitely not one of those. Um, yeah, no, that's an interesting one. I can't say I spend too much time thinking about Mitch Wallace, but... Family. Yeah, yeah. Legend of the of the Bulldogs <laughs> footy club. Um, all right, my number two. This is really obscure, but I think this is one of the greatest sporting moments ever, to be fair. On. And that was when Stephen Bradbury won the speed skating 
Olympic gold medal for Australia in the Winter oh, Olympics. Was he the one who um, just waltzed in after everyone fell over? Yeah, like, and that's what's so great about it. I don't, Australia have like only ever won a handful at the Winter Olympics. It's it's not a competition we do well at for obvious reasons. We don't really get any snow here. Unless you're playing in Tasmania in AFL and they never stop fucking talking about it or wherever they were, Canberra. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it's just it's just amazing. Like he was dead last the whole race and he had no chance. And I don't I've never seen this happen in any other sport where the luck he got with literally all the other other competitors, I think there was four or five of them got into some tangle somehow and all, all just <laughs> fell over and he just waltzed through. And like the shock on his face is always like, how the fuck has this happened? Oh, it's a good motto for life, isn't it? Just, just don't try as hard as everyone else and then steal their glory. It's just such an Aussie thing too. Like only that could only happen to an Aussie. Yeah, that's, uh, that is it, an iconic moment. It's great, that. and he's just he's made a career from that. Like <laughs> he's like a B-list celebrity because of that. It's uh, like the equivalent of being a one-hit wonder, isn't it? Yeah, legit. Um, yeah, unreal. So yeah, Stephen Bradbury up there for me. My next one is a sport that I think is well known enough in this country, and this this person is known, um, and it's Freddie Flintoff, Andrew Flintoff. <laughs> A cricketer yeah. from the 2005 Ashes winning England team. A bit of an icon over in England. Um, all-rounder, just one of those. A bit of a larrikin, as you'd say. Uh, and he's a bit of an icon for cricket. And he was one of the people that I saw as a legend when I was getting into cricket when I was younger. So, shout out to Freddie. Yeah, right. So, would you say he's a bit of a Vragolian? You could say that. Yeah, you could American. definitely say that. And uh, yeah, there was. I think he had a pedlo incident in the celebrations of that Ashes win, where he was out on a pedlo and drunk, and it was plastered all over the newspapers. So, good lad. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, can't say I've got any cricketers on my list. <laughs> um, maybe a uh, a fucking honourable mention for Marcus Stoinis because apparently I look like him. Oh, here we go. Um, big, good-looking Greek man, so I'll take that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, another another honourable mention before I go on to my number one, and uh, my number one is a Crows player, uh, but my honourable mention is also a Crows player, and that is, I don't know if you know him, but Jason Pleasure. If uh, any no. any listeners, know it him. sounds like something you'd have to go to the doctors for. To be fair, <laughs> he was he was a cult uh, Adelaide small forward. Um, didn't really have the career he should have had. He was very much uh, held back by injury. But when he did play, he was he was a star. He he could play tall, could play small. Um, yeah. On your poppy, and he was he was a crows player, was he? Did he was you a crows say? player, yeah. What a legend! Yeah, he's a good player. Um, all right, but that leads me to my number one. Um, which uh, makes me upset thinking about this guy. He's recently retired from the crows, um, uh, and to to carry on from what you were saying, based on good people, this is really why I've put him in. 
Um, and that is Paul Seedsman. Oh, the seed. The seed. What what a man. What a what a footballer. Um, <clears throat> again, someone whose career ended way too early and didn't get enough out of him or we didn't get we didn't get to see you know all of what he could offer and um which is unfortunate he had obviously those issues with his concussions and stuff but man for a good two three maybe yeah two seasons um he was one of our best players he was flying on that wing he's so quick he's got such a powerful kick he did have um, a great year that one year in particular. Was it 2021? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember which year it was, but Flying. like he finished really high up in our best and fairest. I think he was close to making all Australian. Um, yeah, so it would have been good to see um, Paul Seisman at his best for for much longer. But um, yeah, obviously he had those issues, and it was very sad uh, the concussion issues. Um, and I. Um, I've actually served him a couple of times when I was working at the Grange Golf Club. And Here we go, name dropping again. Do I, I just want to mention, though, I have evidence to suggest that he is one of the nicest people you'll meet. Oh, so um, you're just picking nice blokes as well? I said that, carried on from from you, but I'm not... He's the first nice bloke on my list. Well, I don't know anyone else. <laughs> but anyway, this is why I love him. He's a really nice guy and... When I saw his retirement speech, I was—I uh, have not been more impressed by an athlete than I was by Paul Seedsman. Um, I don't know, just the way he spoke, how candid he was about the the struggles he's gone through with his with his concussions, and oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, you, you got to watch his speech, and it just—it it made me cry. I, I don't. He was just, yeah, just seems like so down to earth doesn't you know understands uh, seems to have a good balance between uh, his life outside of football and football and yeah it was just really really nice to hear him speak in that way as as, as sad as it was him talking about the end of his career anyway i've, I've carried on a bit oh wow is that the time jesus <laughs> sorry going, sorry i clearly really <laughs> like him so he's my number one the seed i do not have any more uh i had not placed them in order i was just <laughs> listing, listing obscure players but i have thought of three more quick ones oh, taco full one of the tallest players <laughs> playing the nba think about him often used to have a fridge magnet taco that we placed at his exact height we did, um, we did. on the wall uh paolo de canio um, <laughs> yeah. an absolute baller from I want to say early 2000s late 90s played for West Ham famously pushed a ref yeah, used to score it. some exquisite goals bit of a nutcase wasn't he scissor kicks and the like and the last one I'm hoping you can help me out but I'm thinking of a small defender for Gold Coast who retired a couple of years ago was it Harbrow? <laughs> yeah Jared Harbrow. don't know why he is one that comes to mind <laughs> quite liked him <laughs> Yeah, it's such a strange one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Played for Bulldogs before that, and then, yeah, it was that Gold Coast. Yep. Well, I quite liked him, that young lad. Nice, nice, nice. Sorry, I hijacked this segment towards the end there. We but, could do this uh, all day, though, couldn't we? Like, there's a million more they pop obscure out. players. 
They pop out, don't they? Sort of thing us lads do when we're bored and just sitting around in it on an evening. I was, I was thinking when we when we heard the response, we sh- when AFL starts, we should do a segment where we talk about each team's like most iconic, obscure players. <laughs> on their list currently? Nah, nah, like just in history. I'm fucked. Yeah, true, but yeah. Well, you can do the current ones. I'll do the historical ones. Oh, yeah, go That'd on. be cool. Um. All right, but uh, that's it for today's episode. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Um, Like I mentioned before, I know that there's a good 30 solid listeners that that tune into this consistently, and we thank you for that. But we need your effort now to translate that to a review on our Spotify. Give it five stars. Um, It all helps. We want to make sure this podcast reaches as many people as we can. So help us to do that. Um, also, yeah, keep sending in your requests for things via our email in and under at, uh, is it Outlook? Yeah, Outlook.com. Yeah, yeah. Or via our Instagram. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for the support and we, we look forward to you messaging us. That's it. It's nice hearing from all of our listeners. Um, so, yeah, keep on coming into our inbox. Game on, game on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Here's episode 17. On to 18. Huh? That's what next week will be uh, 18. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Legally right. able to drink. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>